Hello, my loves. I am recording a podcast episode. I think it's been a little bit. Um, This one I just wrote, and uh, I hope you like it. It's called Fat and Valuable, and it's under the subheading of my practice. I touched a tender spot this weekend around not fitting in. I taught an in-person workshop and it was a lovely experience, but afterwards I found my mind spinning off into stories like nobody likes me and how nobody can see me, which is an old and tired story of mine. It's a young part of myself that just wants to fit in and be likable. Teaching the way I teach because I truly let people feel all of me is very vulnerable. So to teach in this vulnerable way to an entirely new audience can feel really exposing and it exposed a wound, a wounded young one within me. This young one is like a hungry ghost for external validation and praise. The day after I taught the workshop, I was on the phone with a friend and she told me that she told me her husband had made some comments about women being overweight in our shared community and calling someone we know mutually fat girl. She didn't say he said anything about me directly, but I feel pretty sure he had, or at least the generalized comments included me. To be clear, I do not hang out in circles where people make comments about other people's bodies. When people make comments about other people's bodies, it is either a way to make themselves feel superior or inferior. It is a really good way to separate themselves to say, those people are worse or better than me. It tells you a lot about their relationship to their own body. It is a sign they're living, in the, they're living on the surface and in the collective programming that we are only as valuable as our physical appearance. I am simply not interested in people who are committed to that paradigm. It's not in service to the world I would like to live in. I'm not exposed to this kind of patriarchal, misogynistic, and yes, that is what it is, commentary very often because I have chosen to surround myself with people that respect and value individuals on a deeper level than appearance and respect and value their own bodies. I have chosen to be friends with people who value the deepest thing. I know that there are certain collective ideals of beauty, but I do not ascribe to them. I do not allow them to influence me most of the time. I focus on the markers of true health and integrating all parts of myself, which I consider to be true beauty. However, because I was in an extra tender place, having felt a little exposed by teaching an in-person workshop and was unexpectedly made aware of this misogynistic commentary about people's bodies, a wound in me got even more activated. And so I've been sitting with this wounded part of me. So I've been sitting with what this wounded part of me believes. This young, small, wounded part of me believes being fat is bad, shameful, and shows how irresponsible I am. Being fat is something I have control over on a mental level, and therefore I am a failure because I am fat. My value comes from my physical appearance. My value comes from the male interpretation of my physical experience. Other people's opinions of my body should matter to me. Having a smaller body makes me more palatable and will make my life easier. There is something wrong with me because my body is bigger. I will never be able to have the things I want in a bigger body. People will always judge me when I have a bigger body, and that is my problem. I could go on and on. This part of me has a lot of programming. 
When I read over these, and even as I'm writing them, as I was writing them, I could feel how deeply untrue these statements are. However, I could feel how deeply these statements are programmed into the collective in one way or another. When my friend's husband calls a woman fat girl, these are beliefs and probably a lot more. These, when, when my friend's husband calls a woman fat girl, these are the types of beliefs, beliefs he is operating from. That is why it activates these beliefs in me. It's that resonance factor. We cannot be shamed unless we believe we are shameful. There must be a resonance within us for shame to activate. If someone tells you, you are bad, and you believe them, you must have a part that believes, I am bad. If someone tells you, you are a zebra, it doesn't have much charge, I'm guessing, unless some part of you believes you're a zebra. So what do I do with this activation? What do I do with the part of me that still believes on a very quiet level that because of the size of my body, I am devalued and broken? The part that hears someone make comments about women's bodies and takes it so personally. The part that is living her worst nightmare being in the body I am currently living in. The most I most certainly do not stuff her down into a box and shut her away, pretending I've moved past her. My practice is to call her forth bring her up, invite her in. My practice is to love her, to get really clear on what her beliefs are, write them out like I just did, neutrally, to see all the way, what am I working with? I don't write out the beliefs and go on a pity party for myself or freeze because I'm afraid of them or go and try to pick fights with anyone who tries to say fat women aren't valuable I don't beat myself up and call myself a phony because I talk about loving myself on the internet and I have a part that doesn't love myself. No. I write them out and have my adult woman really contemplate whether or not those are beliefs she would like to take on and operate from. I don't say to this wounded part, you aren't allowed to have these misogynistic beliefs. What's wrong with you? I say, I see you. These beliefs are in the collective and they can be quite convincing especially because they are beliefs we operated from for a big portion of our life. I see that these are still subtly hanging out in the background, and I'll just continue to love you here. I'm with you. You don't have to worry about these things anymore. We operate from different beliefs now. It is true that I would like to have less fat on my body. I would like to move more freely through the world. I would like to fit into airplane seats more comfortably. I would like to be able to go to any store and buy the size of clothes that fit me. These are actually true statements, but this does not mean that I am not valuable, desirable, or healthy as my body is now. And this is where it can be tricky to parse out the truth about ourselves from our programming when it comes to bodies. I personally take incredible care of my body. Over 80% of my meals are cooked at home from organic local ingredients and made with a lot of love and intention. And when I do go out to eat, I almost always go to restaurants that have similar values, organic, local, etc. I lift heavy weights three to five times a week. I go on walks daily. I spend a lot of time resting and relaxing mentally and physically. I have a deep spiritual practice and daily devotional practices and feel very connected to my greater purpose. I am active. I play with my toddlers and I'm outside any moment I can be. I dance daily. I prioritize sleep and I get at least eight hours of sleep most nights, or at least I am in bed ready to sleep for at least eight hours each night. 
I read books that are enjoyable and books that stretch my mind. I spend time building community in person and online. I have hobbies and passions outside of work. I feel well-used and well-loved. The people I surround myself with know me deeply, and I feel safe sharing myself with them. My husband and I have the most beautifully supportive and loving relationship. I am wildly in love with him, and he is wildly in love with me. We love what we are creating together. I have a strong ovulation and virtually symptom-free periods. My hair, skin, and nails and teeth are strong and glowing. I've had two incredibly healthy pregnancies and two are empowering fast and natural births. I have good body temperature throughout the day. I take supplements sometimes, but do not need any supplements to feel good. I am capable of holding myself through just about anything life could throw at me. I could honestly go on and on here too. This may sound like a long list of arrogant bragging about how good my life is, but I assure you that is what I needed to come back to do to come back to myself when the story that there is something wrong with me at my current weight started to circle my mind. I love myself. I feel really, really good in my body. My body loves me. I love her. Would I like some things to be different? I would. But I also trust exactly where I am in the moment. It's been a long road to get here, and if the only thing that is seemingly wrong with me is my weight, well, then I trust that it is what my body needs, and no programming or commentary is going to change that. I choose to operate from the beliefs that serve me in my opening, and that is the thing we can all do. We can hear the parts of us that believe unhelpful things. We can really look neutrally at what those things are. We can really see those parts and love them where they are. We can parse out what exactly, what, what actually might be true, and then choose which beliefs really serve the reality we would like to create for ourselves. This is how we change the collective programming. This is how we become less triggerable. This is how we value ourselves and love ourselves in an integrated and fully self-attuned way. All right. And this is this piece. Um, Thanks for listening. I am linking at the bottom of this article or at the bottom of this email, a podcast with myself and Nick Toth. Um, she is a weight loss coach turned, um, kind of body lover. And so she's got an interesting point of view, but I did a 30 minute, it's just a 30 minute podcast with her kind of about my take on beauty and what I think beauty is. And I thought that that would be really a really beautiful um, compliment to this article or this Substack. So if you want to listen to that, it's linked on my Substack. Um, and I have Fed coming up. I'm still scheduling the dates for that. I have been keep feeling it being soon. I was going to start in late August, but I think I'm going to start um, maybe mid. Uh, maybe mid September. So there's still time to come into that. We have a few spots left. Um, if you're interested in that, let me know. I also have some really fun stuff coming out with homebody. So you'll just have to stay tuned there. Um, I am going to have a homebody container. So it's going to be a four month minimum container which is going to be, it's going to have two homebody practices 
And homebody, if you're not familiar, is a ceremony that uh, is really like a yoga class for body love. So it's really about connecting to your body, feeling your body, being with your body in a neutral, curious, and attentive way. And it includes some lymph work, self-massage, self-fascial work, um, as well as shamanic journeying into the body. So all this homebody container will have two of those practices a month, um, and it'll be $111 a month uh, with a minimum of four months. So that will also begin sometime in September. So if that if you feel that calling to you, just reach out to me. I'll be putting out stuff about it soon. Um, thank you so much. Bye.